My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And I'm producer Maria. Melissa, who are our patrons for today? Well, we've got Elizabeth, Mallory, Mallory, Mallory. Cynthia, Jennifer, and Heather. Guys, welcome to the team. All the single ladies, all the single ladies. If you like it, then you should have put, put a, a ring, ring on, on it. it. Uh, oh, 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 um, Thank you guys for joining. You guys are going to have access to a lot of cool things. So good for you. Uh, also, just a quick note. We are having a Independence Day sale 25% off on our uh, website, webcrawlerspod.com. Automatically taken off all our merch. Uh, so All week, baby. All week, baby. So head on down there or hothorse.horse if you're nasty uh, and <laughs> go grab yourself a hat or a shirt or a sticker or something. Okay, this episode is hot off the press. Yesterday was Independence Day, but this is another version of Independence. Someone Ooh, who... nice. Thank you. Wow, I've never heard anything like that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, someone who we want to be independent, who we want to be free. Of course, we are talking about the Queen Britney Spears. Uh, we did a previous episode on Britney and her conservatorship 
with uh, the free Britney movement creator, uh, Tess Barker. But however, uh, recently Britney testified in court. Uh, it was like 25 minutes, uh, and, uh, her, her testimony, uh, was all, uh, released. She was talking about how she wants her conservatorship over. She talked about how she doesn't want uh, her dad, Jamie, to be her conservator. Uh, A few days later, her request, surprisingly, was denied. Yeah, once once again, everyone was super surprised after hearing the things that she said in court. People were truly alarmed. Uh, Everyone celebrities and like fans and everyone alike were just like, how is this happening? This is absolutely insane. And it's the first time that we ever really got to hear her speak publicly about uh, the truth of what's going on behind the scenes, even though this is the second time that she's actually uh, tried to end her conservatorship. So this is what's so crazy. Since her conservatorship started, she has released four albums. Oh, God. Four albums? Yes. Headlined a yeah. tour that grossed $131 million. Damn. And performed for four years in a Las Vegas residency. That does not seem so much like someone who is unable to uh, live their own life or survive or uh, do anything without the help of other people. Here is an update on everything we know, starting from the beginning. Two important sources that will list in our show notes. There is an amazing tweet thread, which is going to be like the majority of what we talked about today. It's by uh, at Noted Your Honor on Twitter, and it really breaks down like... Britney Spears from her childhood to now and how things really evolved. And then there is a great article by Ronan Farrow and Gia Tolentino all about the Britney hearing as well and some interviews. So uh, those are our main sources for today. And we're just going to be going through everything um, in case you do not know or in case you just want a quick summary. First things first... Going back, this is kind of dark to listen to now that we know everything that's going on behind the scenes. Melissa, if you want to play this YouTube real quick, this is, I don't know if you remember this kind of Diane Sawyer interview after, after Brittany and, uh, Justin Timberlake broke up and Brittany was being slandered in the media because Justin Timberlake did cry me a river, insinuated that Brittany Spears cheated on him, which was not true. Wait, it wasn't true? I think it was true. Oh, was it? I thought that Justin had... It was... I mean, I don't... Of course, I I don't know. But I think it was a matter of... They were both doing things in the relation... They were both kind of maybe doing things... What he's referring to is her close relationship with Wade Robson. Robson, yeah, the dancer. Wade Robson, the choreographer who was also in Kazam, the movie with Shaquille <laughs> Fun O'Neal. Fact. And he also <laughs> alleged fact. that he was molested by Justin Tim. I mean, by not by Justin Timberlake, excuse me, by Michael Jackson. Oh, right. Correct. Yes. Okay, so maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Either way, they were both doing bad stuff, but she took the crux of the blame. Yes, I think the media and everyone went, you're to blame, no matter what, you're to blame and you're a bad person because you had this. A lot of slut shaming. Uh, And Diane Sawyer did an interview with her, which kind of exacerbated that. I guess people now are kind of calling for Diane Sawyer to apologize. 
anyways, here is the video of Diane Sawyer making Britney Spears cry. She's starring as a kind of villain in the tabloid accounts of supposed jealous arguments and then a horrible breakup with her self-proclaimed first love, Justin Timberlake. You've had a rough year. Mm -hmm. Illness in the family, a breakup, this spasm of publicity about what happened in from Mexico to London. It was pretty rough. Um, yeah, it's kind of weird. Ah, weird. Hello. Um, oh my goodness. Hello. Strawberries. Oh, yeah, no. it's weird. Ew. I'm in the first. Can we? It's so sad. She's like so embarrassed for crying. And it was Justin. Yeah. Did he sell her out on a music video? You can pause it. Yes. Um, yeah, <laughs> she yes. Um, so she starts crying and you can tell that like she's either been like told not to cry in public or like she's like right. super ashamed to show emotions. Uh, it's really sad, especially knowing uh, what happened now. And this uh, was in 2003. Let's start from the beginning. Um, again, this is from Noted Your Honor on Twitter, who did a really long and thorough thread. Britney started working at eight years old. She started like singing in malls and stuff like that, performing locally. Then she joined the Mickey Mouse Club. Her fame continued from there. And uh, of course, until she released that hit Baby One More Time. And in 2004, apparently at the age of 23, her net worth was estimated at $84.6 million insane but britney spears like always prioritized her family like good southern girl in 2004 she also created a trust and moved tons of the assets into the trust to protect them so she did this without them asking like from the beginning she was always like i want to protect my family like i'm doing this to help my family so on and so forth then things started to get Shaky when she met Kevin Federline. She met Kevin Federline. Yeah, K-Fed. She met Kevin Federline in 2004. And this is kind of when like Britney started to assert her independence. And I think that that's what started to scare off her family. So she met K-Fed in a club. They fell in love uh, or fell in whatever. And they got married six months later. We all remember those Vegas photos. Also, iconically, I think Britney was brunette at this time. They had two kids really quickly. And Britney started kind of like distancing herself from her parents, uh, who she, I guess, believed to be toxic, who definitely turned out to be toxic. Her dad, I believe, Jamie, is an alcoholic. uh, And her mom, I think, is pretty much just like a moocher. She also started to distance herself from her management, uh, this guy, Larry Rudolph. Uh, she's essentially like just surrounded by moochers. Now, I do want to just, I'm just going to, producer Maria, come in with a little fact check. Yes. Those Vegas photos were of her and that guy, Jason Alexander. Remember oh, her and shit. Kevin yeah. got, got married oh. on the show Chaotic? If you guys don't remember that reality show they did, Kevin and Brittany's Chaotic. No. That's right. And she dun, got married dun, to this dun, other guy dun, for dun, like, dun, they, they annulled like the marriage, a, right? Yeah, they annulled. Yes. Yeah. That's oh right. my 
God, I totally forgot about that. And I think he was from her hometown. I think they maybe grew up together. Yeah, Britney Spears ex Jason Alexander reflects on 54-hour marriage. I was in love. <laughs> no, 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 you are. Been there. Um. <laughs> wow, yeah. For Alexander, it all began and ended on a New Year's in 2004. Spears invited him to Las Vegas and flew him there on a private jet. Wow, so she got married to him, and then soon after... She was 22. ...met K-Fed. Alexander did say that he and Spears, who grew up together in Kentwood, had once been friends with benefits. Wow. And he says, even when she was dating Justin Timberlake. Uh, oh. This is an article. Yeah, you, with Jason, with Jason, we don't need to say it all. You know, just because it happened doesn't mean we need to say it. You know, let's let the girl live her life. He says, not talk to the press. Well, yeah, he keeps going on. Alexander says that they were <laughs> drinking and had party favors. What kind of party favors? ABC asks. Oh, A to Z, Alexander says, smiling. Oh, Jason, go, go, go away. Yeah. A to Z. Yeah, gross. Um, <laughs> asked, asked if he oh. meant drugs. Alexander replied, alcohol's a drug, coffee's a drug, cigarettes are drugs. So, yeah, we were doing drugs. Oh, no. This guy is a horrible. They her. <laughs> okay, so he she was married to this guy annulled it and then met um K Fed and they got married. Thank you, Maria. Soon had a few yeah. kids in a row. They were married from 2004 to 2007. And after uh K Fed and Britney's breakup in 2007, that's when her quote unquote breakdown started happening. Now there was a legitimate breakdown. We all saw it happen there was like the shaving her head the hitting the car with the umbrella like a lot of the barefoot stuff there are some reasons probably around it one thing that's kind of interesting this thread uh said is that in 2005 uh one of the uh quote-unquote key players in the conservatorship found their way into the spears family this nut job named louise m taylor Oh, Lou Taylor. Yeah. She is a problem. She's problematic. She, is a problem. she was uh, managing Jamie Lynn Spears in 2005. Now, this woman uh, allegedly is horrible. So she was super religious, as is Britney Spears' family. She used her religious background to, I guess, gain their trust. Mm -hmm. She performed a quote unquote exorcism on Britney Spears. To rid her of gay demons after yeah, crazy after tabloid rumors swirled that Britney was bisexual. That's insane. This woman who's like running her life <laughs> gave her an exorcism. Yeah. Like imagine if your little sister's manager just showed up one day and was like, hi, Britney, your parents want me to give you an exorcism because they think you're bi. Like, poor Brittany is just like, what? Like, I just got a divorce. Like, I have two kids. My husband is trying to take my kids away from me. And now I'm, you're giving me an exorcism. What the fuck is going on right now? Brittany emailed her lawyer. And there's emails that are public about Lou, uh, Louise Taylor, saying there's this crazy stalker lady. She's showing up at my house. She's sending this stuff. She's been stalking me for five months. Oh, we need to get rid of this person. Again, the lawyer does not do anything. And there are, if you follow this thread, which again, we'll post, uh, there's pictures throughout it of the different documents and emails. So this is where 
the 5150 starts. On January 1st, 2008, Brittany gets placed under an involuntary 5150 hold after she locks herself in a bathroom with one of her sons, refusing to hand him over to her ex-husband. But she was released from the hold after doctors determined that there was uh, no cause to holding her. Maria, do you know anything from... um, what is the name of the other Erios podcast on Britney Spears? We need to talk about Britney, hosted by Jen Zabrowski. Absolutely. Do you know anything from that podcast, anything more about the situation of her locking herself in the bathroom? No, I mean, what I know is from the Ronan Farrow article of just like the details of that night where basically, you know, what it seemed like was she was just very, she was just not wanting to give Lonely. up her kids again. And she wanted to not, she wanted more time with them. And she kind of went into what I would say would be maybe like a panic attack yeah. type thing and like locked herself. And it was just, you know, very un- understandable for someone who maybe felt like they were losing their kids, like to just lock themselves in and just be like, what do I do? What do I do? And then feel like they're in a like they can't get out of like basically locking yourself into in a bat or it wasn't even locked. That's the thing. Was it locked? Yeah. Because K-Fed came inside. No, K-Fed didn't. K-Fed didn't. What's his name? Did um, Lufty did. Lufty, Sam Lufty. Sam Lufty. He was like the, the door was open like and everyone's acting like they need like an axe to get in and he's like the door is open and they called like, a hot helicopters choppers yeah. yeah and he opened the door and was like Brittany and she's just like she, she was just like had the baby it was just like walking in for like I don't want to give him back like I want more time yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't anything crazy man. it was like she was just very yeah the article even says impressed. there was like police and firemen with like axes there and it's like the doors open yeah and they grabbed her and like she just like sat down on the bed was like, OK, like I'm not crazy. Well, if you think about yeah. it, like we're literally animals. And if yeah. you go to an animal who has a newborn baby, like if you go towards a dog or a bird or a cat and you try to take their baby away, they're going to yeah. try to fight you or scratch you or keep their baby like you get into that fight or flight maternal instinct if someone over and if you're traumatized and someone over and over again is taking your like one possession away um so i don't think that makes you criminally insane um or criminally is the wrong word but um yeah it's not it's i don't think it's 5150 territory no anyways There's court documents uh, where Brittany's family and team and their attorneys admitted apparently that the conservatorship was a well-planned plot, and they even had the help of the LAPD. Yeah, I remember reading something like the housekeeper they had was like saying how Brittany was like a fantastic mother. Like she always was doing activities with the kids. She wasn't crazy at all. Like she loved having them there. Yeah, and she was like a totally sane, nice person. There's a very sad, which we'll read later, quote that Brittany said to the housekeeper that's like, will break your heart. It feels like it's so heartbreaking because you think of it and it's like you've got someone who just people think other people in the article had said like it could have been undiagnosed postpartum. Right. Depression. Mm-hmm. That there were totally. all these things, and it's and her support system around her. What I've gathered, of course, we'll never know what's actually going on, but I can just say, like from what I've read and everything, it does seem like if everyone's going like no, 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 and like give us, give us, give it, and like no one's like taking her into account in any way as a human being, that you do, I can like 
her like just not wanting to give her kid back and just going into the bathroom with the door not locked or whatever it's like can't you like figure it out like can't you just figure out that this is a woman that's just like crying out for help yeah that, like and this isn't anyone that's crazy this is just someone who like literally feels lost like if uh, no one has horrible. her best interest in mind there's yeah. no one it's they insane want to make money from her crazy no she's just so isolated if you think about like how everyone felt after a year of quarantine alone like without any like true mm-hmm. human co- connection that's like britney spears's whole life you know yeah mm-hmm. so this thing where it says that they the conservatorship was a plot i'm not smart enough to understand this but there's some um things that are underlined it says early january 2008 had historical information potentially relevant to the implementation of the conservatorship. Louise Taylor performed extensive research and analysis regarding numerous issues relating to a potential conservatorship. So it looks like before the conservatorship was even um, uh, instituted or requested that they had been like for years trying to research conservatorships. Yeah, this Lou, Lou lady. Yeah. It's like like before you murder, well, not me, but like before you murder someone and then they check your Google history and you've been like Googling like how to murder. Anyways, so uh, in the petition, they claim Brittany had a dementia related illness. However, this is not even a category that's recognized. Dementia uh, means Alzheimer's and uh, Brittany clearly does not have Alzheimer's. They, uh, Brittany at this time was still locked under a psychiatric hold at UCLA Medical Center and she was under restraints, uh, in a psychiatric room, which means that she had no knowledge of the conservatorship plans, no knowledge that this was going on and could not retain her own lawyer because she was kept under hold and under restraints and did not have any information from the outside world. Again, this is like akin, it says, to like racketeering and human uh, human trafficking. Jeez. Also, the judge, I guess, ordered this guy, Sam Ingram, the court-appointed counsel, because she could not appoint her own lawyer. Oh, yeah, that's her current lawyer. Yeah, Sam she hasn't been able to appoint her own lawyer. Could not give Brittany any of the orders, any of the pleadings. She was not given any of the information regarding the takeover of herself or her estate or anything. Additionally, this is what's so crazy, uh, is this woman, Vivian Thoreen, uh, was, uh, went over to the medical center, uh, and her room and guarded the hospital room for five hours to make sure that no lawyers could go and inform Brittany, uh, no what? lawyers or was friends. She a part of her family's I believe team? she was part of the team. Uh, she was That's part crazy. of, uh, like, um, yeah. So she's part of Holland and Knight, which is part of the trustees, uh, who oh, are part okay. of the conservatorship. Okay, so this is also what's so weird. So again, remember that they deemed that Brittany had dementia. Mm -hmm. Uh, In California, there's two kinds of conservatorships. There's LPS and probate. LPS uh, conservatorships are for people who have mental health emergencies. So Britney Spears was under a 5150, and they claim she had dementia. However, Britney Spears does not have an LPS conservatorship. She has a probate conservatorship. So she, her conservatorship is not for people who have mental illness. Her, her conservatorship is just a regular conservatorship for someone who is just deemed unable or unfit to take care of their own finances in life. 
So they're telling, crazy. yeah, they're telling the public and whatever that Britney Spears has dementia. Britney Spears right. has a nervous breakdown. Britney Spears is like, has dementia unfit to, you know, is mentally ill. However, the court hasn't honored them a mental health conservatorship. It's just a regular right. conservatorship. In 2008, they try to get a doctor to declare Britney incapacitated. They go to Dr. Long, her longtime doctor. He refuses Oh, wow. The mom, her mom, surprisingly, files a declaration saying that Britney Spears is being drugged and emotionally abused. Her own lawyer, the court appointed lawyer, says that Britney is a high functioning conservatee. However, that makes no sense because someone who uh, is under a conservatorship is someone who is unable to provide or properly unable to provide properly their own personal needs for physical health, food, clothing or shelter. Which clearly is not Brittany. Yes. Uh, remember, okay, so just to reiterate, a conservatorship is for people who are unable to provide properly for his or her personal needs for physical health, food, clothing, or shelter. Now, remember what we said in the beginning that since Britney Spears' conservatorship started, she has released four albums, headlined a global tour that grossed $131 million and performed a four-year Las Vegas and like taught people choreography. Yeah, like yeah, she's func- she's functioning better than Me. most people. <laughs> yeah, she's thr- she's thr- I she's mean, she's thriving. not thriving, but like well, she's uh, yeah. she's a fully competent human being. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, back to the new stuff. What happened in court? So, Brittany gave a twenty-four minute testimony about her thirteen-year conservatorship. She said her dad enjoys controlling her life. Uh, that her she wants to sue her family. She says her family should be her dad should be in jail. Her family should be in jail. Uh, here's some quotes, and if you haven't heard it yet, they're crazy. I feel like it should be an open court hearing, and people should listen and hear to what I have to say. I can't say one thing and I have the right to use my voice. I've lied and told the whole world that I'm okay and I'm happy. I thought that if I said that enough, maybe I might become happy because I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I am traumatized. You know, fake it till you make it. But now I'm telling you the truth, okay? I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. I don't think I was heard on any level when I came to this court last time. Again, this is the second time that... uh She's been at court. So then I've I've broken it down to like a few different points that she touched on. The first one was her reproductive health, which is oh, bananas. So, sad. so she said, I want to be able to get married and have a baby. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I am not able to get married and have a baby. I have an IUD inside of myself right now, so I don't get pregnant. But the so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they don't want me to have children. That's crazy. So they made her go to like a, a her like yearly gyno appointment and I'm sh- assuming they didn't tell her that she was getting an IUD put in like they just put it in her without saying anything because she obviously would have refused. Or she's just had it for a long time and then wants it out now and they won't let her get it out. Either way, it's that. Yeah, that I guess that could be completely irresponsible. Like, yeah, I guess under under I mean, we I would love for a lawyer to call in and explain it. I guess under a true conservatorship, the conservator has the rights over the body or physical health of the conservatee or whatever. But I guess that seems insane to me 
to keep a medical object inside someone's body against their will. Yeah, that's insane. That's crazy. That's the craziest part of this whole thing. A medical object that's elective. Like it doesn't it's not saving her life. It doesn't do any any job other than to uh, prevent pregnancy or give, you know, like birth control. So that's the first thing. Second, touring. My management said that if I don't do this tour, her previous tour, I will have to find an attorney and by contract, by by contract, my own management could sue me if I didn't follow through with the tour. She's like, when I think of her, I think of it's like, I think of her like she's like a caged elephant at a circus and they like yeah. parade her out yeah, and she can perform tricks and they put her in it back into a cage and they go, okay, you know, good job, but you're going to be performing tomorrow no matter what. I mean, it really is just the saddest thing. It's just the saddest. Yes. When did that song, I'm a slave for you come out? I don't know. Let's see. Let's, let's give guess that a guess 2003. 2001. Wow. Wow. Okay. I wonder if, like, I wonder what songs she wrote or, like, if she. Oh, Every Time is about how oh, a star who's hounded by photographers who eventually kills herself by taking prescription drugs and drowning in a bathtub. Well, that was the original video. And I think they had to. Oh, right. Do it a little bit because it was too. No too one would dark. let it. Yeah. Oh, um, this one. This one she wrote in 2003. It's called Brave New Girl. She's going to pack her bags. She's going to find her way. She's going to get right out of this. She don't want New York. She don't want L.A. She's going to find that special kiss. She don't want no sleep. She don't want no high. Uh, and she's going to wish on stars and touch the sky. Oh, you know what I mean? She needs to really, really find what she wants. She lands on both feet, won't take a back seat. There's a brave new girl, and she's coming out tonight. Uh, who knew she could feel so alive? Her MO has changed. She don't want to behave. Ain't it good to be a brave girl tonight? I'm like gonna start crying. <laughs> it's so sad. And then she's got this song. Sin- Let me look. I'm looking at the same list you're looking at, I think. But like every time's on there. What's this manic- mannequin song? I bet that's got some lyrics in it. Let's Here's see. another one from 2005. Someday I will understand. Nothing seems to be the way that it used to. Everything seems shallow. God, give me truth in me and tell me somebody's watching over me. And that is all I'm praying that someday I will understand in God's own plan and what he's done to me. Oh, that maybe someday I will breathe and I'll finally see. I'll see it all in my baby. Don't you run too fast, my dear. Why don't you stop? Just Just stop and listen to your tears. They're all you've got. It's in you. You see somebody's watching over you. And that's and that is all I'm praying. Someday you will understand in God's whole plan and what he does to you. But maybe someday you will breathe and you'll finally see you'll see it all in your baby. You'll see it all in your baby. That's so sad. Brittany. Oh, my God. (sighs) Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, uh, video versions of episodes, shoutouts, uh, ad-free episodes a day early. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month or like $25 for the year to become a bimbo patron. Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and we will read your review out loud on our mailbag episodes, if it is a five-star review, that is. 
Also, please call our hotline. I think at this point, most of you know it by heart, but insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. And we will play them on our mailbag episodes. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now back to our regularly scheduled programming. So did you guys know about, so there's this song, there's this song called Mona Lisa. If you guys look up that song. So that aired once and you can actually find it on. So basically what happened was she broke away from her like security and drove to kiss FM Hell yeah. in LA and went, Hey, I'm working on this new album. I want to play this song, Mona Lisa and all of her management, everything hurt and like freaked out and they refused. So they have this song that played once on air and it's just, <gasps> the album wasn't even finished and she no. was just like, I want people to hear this. And then they told her they weren't going to release it. Can you it never came out? Can you find the song anywhere? Is it on the internet? Yeah, it's the on. Yeah, if online. you type in, yeah, play, and play the, a little and bit her of it in the studio. That's what you got to do when you're in trouble. You got to hightail it to Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> yes, it was JoJo. It was JoJo on the radio. Jo- JoJo in the morning. No, at night. Oh. JoJo's top ten, top nine at nine. <laughs> I think it's JoJo's top nine at nine, right? <laughs>
Does it say she's been cloned? What is that saying? Yeah. She's been cloned. That's some MK Ultra shit. That was on December 30th, 2004. Britney made a surprise appearance at Los Angeles radio station Kiss FM to give the mixtape of Mona Lisa. Um, so that was 2004. Wow. Crazy. Um, okay, so to that effect, some more crazy stuff uh, that happened. She said that she had no control over her health care, as obviously we know. She said that doctors put her on lithium after she canceled her Las Vegas uh, residency against her will. This was in 2018. She quote, uh, she says, and I quote, lithium is a very, very strong drug uh, and completely different medication compared to what I was used to. You can go mentally impaired if you take too much, if you stay on it longer than five months, which kind of explains some of her wacky Instagram videos. Uh, Yeah, I bet. She says after beginning the medication, she quote unquote felt drunk. Couldn't even have a conversation with her mom, dad, really about anything. She said six different nurses were sent to her house to monitor her condition, and they wouldn't let her get in her car or go anywhere for a month. And then another thing, which I think we all knew, which was really crazy, was that the star, uh, Brittany was only given $2,000 a week. However, her father's salary was six, $16,000 a month, plus other like office spaces, oh, things like that. And this is all her money. So she's only getting $2,000 a week of her own money that she's making. That's like 89, like less than a hundred grand a year. And she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, it's like, let this girl spend her money. It's (laughs) insane. Anyways, uh, less important. Her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears made an Instagram story supporting Britney. Like everyone was like, Shut up, Jamie Lynn. Like she just she didn't seem like very um sympathetic at all. Too little She's too very, late like, on my like yeah. if my brother was under a crazy conservatorship for my parents, like Yeah. If any member of my family or a friend, like I'd be shouting out, I would have been at the rallies, I would have been at the Free Britney rallies, I would be yeah. like speaking out i'd be on the news like it, it's just crazy there's this instagram account that like went through like all of britney's stuff and they were posting like receipts that jamie lynn um had been using like plane tickets that she it was like twenty thousand dollars of first class airline tickets that she uses like every few months oh my god it's this instagram account called house in habit and they have like a whole bunch of stories like a deep dive into all of this and like how Jamie Lynn is just like spending so much of Britney's money. Well, that's interesting because I thought I had read that she is not on the payroll, but it seems like she's still using to her advantage. She's getting money somehow, probably through the parents. It's not from her Zoe 101 residual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like the three cent checks every so often. Yeah. So we've kind of gone through most of it, but just to uh, sum it up, this Ronan Farrow, Ronan Farrow, uh, Gia uh, Tolentio article is really great. It's in the New Yorker. Um, it kind of goes through um, some surprising things. First off, uh, one thing that kind of shocked me uh, was that every Thursday, apparently at noon, the 10 people who manage uh, her legal and business affairs, her social media and uh her uh, conservatorship all meet and they talk, they go over everything and they approve all her Instagram and Twitter posts. That's crazy because Brittany's not even posting these Instagram things is what I think we found out. Yeah. So she makes them 
And then she submits them and then they have to be right. approved by this council. Right. Because she doesn't have a, a cell phone, really. Or she. Yeah, she doesn't have she, access oh to a cell god, phone. Cell phone story. Oh, my God. In the article, they have this entire cell phone oh, story right. that's out of control. I might have missed that. Is that when she does a 911 call? What's the cell phone story? So they took her cell phone away and she because they didn't want her to find your own lawyer. So they said she can't have a phone. She can't have a phone. And so then Sam Lefty's sister went to the Peninsula Hotel where Brittany was working out and got like beside her and then followed Brittany into the locker room at the Peninsula Hotel. She pretended she was a guest. And then she like followed Brittany into the steam room. And Brittany was like really scared because I guess Sam Lefty's sister was like wearing a fedora like she was ready to go <laughs> I mean, out. That yeah. is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> she got to the steam room. And she was like, I have a phone for you. And Brittany was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you. And so Brittany ran and put it in the locker. And so she was she 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 had this phone <gasps> now. And it was and the nanny because they fired uh, not the nanny, the housekeeper. They had originally they had fired her original housekeeper who Brittany was really close with, who you'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, about. But they brought in this new housekeeper who heard Brittany talking on the phone, told Jamie and said, Brittany's talking on a, on a phone. She's not supposed to. They confiscated it. Narc. And, ju- and just she had, then on could not have any communication with the outside world. What a fucking yeah. narc. Through a phone. But then you're talking about this 911 call. I was going to say to that effect, uh, I, apparently the night before uh, the hearing where Brittany did this like 25 minute uh, testimony, Brittany called 911 from Ventura County and said, help, I'm being, um, uh, I'm the victim of conservatorship abuse, like somebody come help me. Most 911 calls are open in public. This one is sealed since it's on, it's an ongoing investigation. Sam Lefty also said that in this Ronan Farrow article that he hasn't gotten a call from Brittany in years, but when he did, he got he got a call from her and she was like talking to him and she was at like a Ralph supermarket and then she hung up and then he and then the number called back and he was like hello and it was this doctor being like yeah who is this Brittany Brittany Spears just used my phone to call you like she had been in Ralph supermarket borrowed someone's phone I mean that's like legit hostage shit that's like yeah that's like I'm being held in someone's like underground bunker I've out for the first time like please let me use your cell phone to call the cops you know yeah that's so scary i know wow uh also something i didn't know it might have been public knowledge i never knew that she actually had gone to uh, a treatment center she'd gone to rehab in 2007 but in uh antigua but she checked out after one day uh for for the alleged habitual frequent use of controlled substances and alcohol uh she had to go in order to have joint custody of uh her kids although federline had primary custody who knows whether or not the extent to which that's true uh not that she went to rehab but who knows the extent to her drug use or alcohol use we won't get into sam lufty too much uh because i feel like that could be an episode in and of itself but this guy kind of like a hollywood schmoozer uh glommed on to britney spears also glommed on to at times courtney love and amanda Bynes. that's right so anytime uh hollywood starlet is having a breakdown he seems to be there kind of perpetuating it yeah yeah, so that's why like Britney's parents wanted to like protect her from Sam Lufty. It's like that's well, what everyone yeah. thought going into it. That's like why everyone was okay with it because they were like, 
yeah, he's so creepy. It's good they're doing this. But the more that comes out, you're but I like, guess both things can be true that he is a creep and her parents are also. But what if creeps. he was a mole? Like, what if like they what if they hired him to like get this conservatorship and was like, we're going to hire Sam to make him look like a creep. So then people will be pro us like they'll he'll push That's Brittany true. to the brink of insanity. Um, and then everyone will be like, okay, good. Like they're going to help Brittany out. Like they'll get this conservatorship, like whip Brittany into shape. And there is a conspiracy that her current boyfriend is hired by her parents. Really? Yeah. I don't think he's, I, I get good vibes. I get from good him. vibes. That may yeah. just be naive. Cause but... he posted that one thing about like Brittany's dad or something. He posted something like, yeah. And he posted a free Brittany shirt. Like yeah. I think he, I think he's good. We'll close on this very sad quote from the Ronan Farrow uh, Gia article. It says, and I quote, Spears grew so lonely that she would sometimes ask the housekeeper if she could bring her own children to the house and stay the night, meaning the housekeeper bring the housekeeper's children. Uh, the housekeeper said, she used to ask me if I was happy, the housekeeper said, and I used to say yes. And she would say, I just want to be happy. I want to have a family. I want my kids to stay with me every day. Uh, again, like uh, the she said all this stuff. She made all this stuff public. It's all been made public. And again, the judge said, no, sorry, like your dad and everyone's still going to be in charge of your conservatorship. Did you see that thing that he came out with? Jamie came out with, though, in response when we were he, like there was a response that came out after it that literally said, like, I don't know what she's talking about. I haven't been in charge of this conservatorship for years. Like she, he did that. There was this whole statement, this p- court statement that was made public by his attorneys that was like, I'm not even part of this anymore. So her saying this, you know, I want, he basically said, I want to look into everything she's saying, but it has nothing to do with me. No, I didn't see that. If you look into like the, um, What's the judge like? Um, Jamie. Oh, uh, Britney Spears' father asked court to investigate forced labor and treatment. Jamie Spears says he has no power over his daughter's affairs for nearly two years after Popstar called court arrangement abusive. Hmm. Um, this isn't the actual document, but this is kind of the. Um, so basically, he came out going like, "I'm not even part of this anymore." So it's that Jody Montgomery or whatever her name is that has to be looked into. Is that the woman's name? The one that's her? Jody Montgomery. The, yeah. yeah. So, well, it says, but he now oversees only her money and business dealings along with an estate management firm. So I guess he doesn't, he, he doesn't have control over her personal life or probably her like physical health or body, but he does control her money and business. Right. Right. Which is an easy way to say like, don't blame me. This woman, Lou Taylor uh, on this Instagram account, House and Habit said in 2014, Justin's mom considered placing him in a conservatorship. Uh, Lou Taylor, the woman who allegedly planned Britney's conservatorship, is one of the CEO and founders of Justin's current church. Who's Justin? Justin Bieber. Sorry. Oh, Justin Bieber. Yeah. Oh my God, your son's Justin. such good terms. Yeah. Justin. Whoa. J boy, J man. Interesting. Yeah, so, mom, so he was. Some people are thinking that when he, Justin kind of like went crazy a little, like they were gonna try to put him under conservatorship too. Oh, for this sh- woman, for sure. Man, these people. There's something so 
like insanely scary to me about these pariah people these celebrity pariah people like there's something so dark where i can't even really wrap my head around it yeah the energy is so heavy and so like karmically bad that it's like if this is how you get your money and yeah like whoa what is it what is it all for like you're gonna go to the pearly gates at the end of your life and just be like they're gonna turn you down man yeah (laughs) turn uh. you down they're going to turn you down, man. <laughs> Anyways, like if you are a lawyer or know any other information that we did not cover today, or if there's any inaccuracies, please let us know. Uh, again, we'll put it in the show notes, but I just want to make sure that everyone knows uh, information today is from Noted Your Honor on Twitter and the Ronan Farrow article. Uh, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. And I also do want to say, if you guys want more information on Britney Spears or, you know, want to go deeper into this, there is another Erios podcast called We Need to Talk About Britney with Jen Zabrowski that I edit. And um, uh, we talk a lot about this. And it's, uh, yeah, if you if you want to learn more, just head over there. And also, if you want to hear our interview with uh, Tess Barker, who uh, created the Free Britney movement, you can listen to our uh, previous uh, mini episode, which is somewhere on our feed. Uh, all right. Bye, guys. Bye. Powered by ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.